into A to Z Sports prime time on a Wednesday. And from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford, the brand that you know, the name that you trust for nearly 40 years in the industry. They are running a special right now on service, 10% off your service on your Ford vehicle if you go out to Mount Juliet and pay them a visit at the dealership or schedule your online service or schedule your service online, rather, at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. All kinds of great deals running not only on college basketball, on the NBA, on the National Hockey League. You can make money right out the gate using the promo code A2ZSports when you sign up in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, the official real estate agency of the Preds, the Titans, and A to Z Sports Prime Time. Get your dream address without the stress or don't sell without the intel at GaryAshton.com. And of course, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. They will do right by you, just as they do right by me and all of the people across Middle Tennessee and Southern Kentucky, because they have three locations. Okay, so now we are here. We are ready to talk about the NFL draft, because Justin Fields has been uh, the subject of much conversation. He came, you know, there was an initial conversation, initial discussion, initial debate between Zach Wilson or Justin Fields as the second best quarterback in this draft. Now, Trey Lance factors into this conversation as well. Mac Jones is decidedly of the top four or of the top five. Mac Jones is decidedly fifth at this point. But it's a deep class of quarterbacks that are coming into their rookie season in the NFL. They're probably all going to be off the board within the top 10 picks because there's the draft, as Coach Mack likes to say, and there's the quarterback draft. And so the quarterback draft is heating up because what is happening to Justin Fields in the media is completely and totally unfair to him and to the things that we have seen over the course of Justin Fields' collegiate career. But I want to ask you the question because maybe you feel similarly. Who is the second best quarterback in this NFL draft? Let me know on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, on Twitch TV. Give me your two Rivers Ford take here on a Wednesday night. Who is the second best? Because we know that Trevor Lawrence is going to go first overall. He is decidedly the uh, and decisively, decidedly and decisively the best quarterback of this particular crop. The question, though, for you is who is the second best QB in this NFL draft? Your two Rivers Ford take. While you guys do that, I will tell you about the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford, where you can go and save 10% off your next service visit. I am actually going to take my car out to Two Rivers Ford on Friday and visit their service staff. You will experience exceptional customer service no matter what it is that you're going out to Two Rivers Ford to attend to, whether it's servicing your vehicle, whether it's pursuing doing a little window shopping on any of their new or pre-owned inventory, or if you just want to go for a test drive in any of their new 2021 Ford models, they will treat you right. Go and pay them a visit 
in Mount Juliet off Belinda Parkway or online at tworiversford.com. Okay, who is the second best quarterback in this draft? El Boogie 808 on Periscope says Dan Orlovsky's hot takes are the worst. Jeff Rubel, who is a noted Ohio State fan, says I'm getting pissed at these no-name, we'll say pansy, NFL media and personnel. And Jeff, Jeff is a little closer to this than most people would be, right? Jeff is an Ohio State fan. Jeff doesn't want anybody to do wrong by his quarterback. And right now his quarterback is being done wrong publicly because it's not just what Dan Orlovsky said on Pat McAfee's show today, and I'll let you hear that in a second. It's what NFL talent evaluators are spreading across the media landscape. I heard Dan Patrick. I was catching up on uh, on some uh, larger NFL or larger sports news. Sometimes I uh, I'll listen, you know, on delay or on demand to some of the uh, to some of the bigger personalities covering larger stories or larger scale stories. And I was listening to Dan Patrick, a bit of Dan Patrick show today on the podcast. And what Dan was being told was that NFL personnel are overthinking Justin Fields. Dan Orlovsky is going on Pat McAfee's show and saying words that are very, very triggering, one, to the African-American community about quarterbacks and all the generalities that have come up about quarterbacks of African-American descent before, but now because Justin Fields' talent is being called into question. Who is the second best quarterback in this draft is the question that I'm asking you before we hear from Dan Orlovsky. Matthew Egger says, help me out, Buck. Give a shout out to my wife, Emma. Well, shout out to Emma. I hope that Matthew is not paying attention to this show as opposed to paying attention to his lovely wife, Emma. But if Emma is a sports fan also, then we appreciate Emma's participation. If not, Emma, I'm sorry for taking your husband's time, but I hope that that shout out will help. Ronnie Sneed says, Dan Orlovsky is an idiot anyway. No, I don't think Dan's dumb. Dan is dumb. But I will let you guys decide for yourself here in a second. Uh, Ronnie Sneed says, uh, or excuse me, Mac Jones on the right team could easily be number two, says Zachary. I think that's dead wrong. I just drop dead wrong, Zachary. There is no way, in no way, shape, or form is Mac Jones quarterback two in any stretch of the imagination. Texas Sports 1015 says Fields. This feels just like when everyone overthought Watson. Zach Wilson throw looked much better than what Fields tried to copycat. And what John what John Doucette is saying there is so. Like the pro day throws are overrated. You're throwing on air. You're throwing to wide receivers who you know. Uh, obviously, there are ways to make yourself look better than as, as opposed to live game action. But what I will say to you is that uh, is that Zach Wilson was throwing across his body, rolling away from the target whereas Justin Fields was rolling into the target, and yes, he used his entire body, but Zach Wilson, I mean, that was Patrick Mahomes' vibes, the throws that we're seeing. Off-platform, off-balance, just flicking it 60 yards down the field. It's insane. So I will let you hear your evaluation or Dan Orlovsky's evaluation for yourself, and then we will get into a further conversation about who actually is the second-best quarterback in this draft. I mean, so I saw the the whole thing, like they want to know if he could read defenses, right? People who say he can't get off number one, don't. once they say that, stop listening to them. Um, I think that the Justin Fields thing, and because I've made a couple calls about this, like why Justin Fields, why is he falling this and that? And I can just share, these are not my opinions. 
These are the things that have shared been shared with me. Okay, smart. Um, one, I have heard that he is a last guy in, first guy out type of quarterback. Like, not the oh, maniacal work oh, ethic. Oh, I've oh. even heard it compared to Justin Herbert where it was like, dude, when Justin Herbert showed up, it was like, a psychopath when it came to working to get ready for the draft or or even at school like give me more i want to work non-stop and i've heard that there are some questions with justin field's work ethic okay and then the second thing is like um how how like how do i phrase this the right way like how where is his desire to go be a great quarterback yeah, yeah. um i think that there is a desire to be a big-time athlete um, from what is expressed to me. Where is his desire to go be a great quarterback? And to be great, you got to be willing to find the things that you're not, not good at and just freaking grind on them. Who's telling you this stuff? Pretty high up people, yeah? Yeah, people that are going to be at least um, uh, associated with decision-making. That's fact because they, they're getting that information from somebody within Ohio State, right? Mm -hmm. Who's telling that? And it's like, okay, who's who's leaking that information? How's that whole thing go? Yeah. Because, I mean, it, that is if he's the last one in, first one out, I mean, now, granted, there's been research about how you utilize your time better and maybe sure. mm -hmm. paralysis by analysis. But in the NFL, that's not a real thing, especially at the quarterback position because there's always more you can learn. There's always, like in the quarterback position, there's another situation you can learn. There's another there's another route concept. There's always, yeah. and, and I think that's what you're referring to there. To be a quarterback in the NFL, it is a full-time commitment. Yeah, you know, it's it, the president, man. It's 24-7, 365. So what Dan Orlovsky is saying is it's not his opinion, but these are the things that he's hearing. And this is this is what happens this time of year, right? Uh, but, uh, A to Z Sports Primetime from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Buck Rising here with you for those of you who are just joining us. We're talking and we're asking you the question, who's the second best quarterback in this draft? And I will tell you who my opinion of that is here in just a second. But listen to the things that Orlovsky is saying. And, you know, I, I believe, Dan, that he's being told these things, that these these, because I've been on this side of things before, right? Remember how wrong I got it with Jayon Brown is how I'll compare it to, right? Free agency and more than anything else in the world, the NFL draft is primetime lying season, okay? And it is incumbent upon the people, myself included, I told you guys after I was so loud wrong about Jayon Brown, why I, why I, how I process that information and how I needed to do a better job vetting the source of that information and what the motives were. Because ultimately, what I was being told about Jayon Brown during free agency was a method used to devalue publicly Jayon Brown in contract negotiations. If you put it out there to the public that Jayon Brown doesn't work well, doesn't have good enough command of the defense, and somebody like me, is comfortable running with it, given that the source or who the source was and what the source, you know, who you believe the, who you know the source to be and what you believe their motives to be, you have to take in consideration, not just that you got information that is repeatable and good, what you consider to be good information to share with the public. In my case, good content, good reporting, all of these things, but you have to consider the motive of the people who are you telling, who are telling you that information. I was loud wrong on Jayon Brown because the people that were telling me those kind of things about Jayon Brown were using it to bring down his market value. I felt very disrespected 
by that because I felt I had been used against Jayon Brown. Again, my fault, but unknowingly, I felt a little bit used in that situation. Now, what Dan is doing is going on a much bigger platform, a national platform. Everybody across the country pays attention to Pat McAfee's show, right? Dan Orlovsky, who's a national NFL analyst, who is good at his job, depending on you know how you feel about Dan and how hot, how much more hot takey he's got since he's been at ESPN. That's a matter of opinion, and I don't really care about that. I know Dan's analysis to be good. But what Dan is being, what it feels like there is Dan is being used a little bit as a mouthpiece. Now, what the strategy of the people who are feeding him that information, we do not know. Whether that's to scare some people off Justin Fields and tank his draft stock to allow him to be selected later in the draft when a team who might otherwise not have a shot at him gets a chance at him, that's a big part of these things. But Justin Fields is being dragged publicly in the media in a way that is completely and totally unfair to this particular player. Fields, says El Boogie 808, that's the second best quarterback in this draft. The BYU guy is kind of overrated. John Bertotti says Fields actually. So uh, what Jeff Rubel is saying, so you trust a BYU quarterback who lost to Coastal Carolina, hasn't proved anything against subpar competition. Jeff, I heard the same arguments about Mahomes. Um, so yeah, I I I... I, I have an untrained eye when it comes to quarterback evaluation. I will be the first to admit that. But what I saw and what I have seen from Zach Wilson wows me. I mean, blows me away. Not just not that Justin Fields doesn't, but there's just something different about the talent that's there to me, that's blatant to me. And so my opinion that I will share with you here in a second uh, on who the second best quarterback in the draft is, I will expand on momentarily. But first and foremost... Uh, first and foremost, I would like to tell you about my friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. That is what you have when you visit the fine folks at DraftKings Sportsbook. We know that the tournament field has been set. The final four is officially here. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's just that simple. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code A2Z Sports that you see directly behind me when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code A to Z sports to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. DraftKings Sportsbook promo code A to Z sports. Who is the second best quarterback in this class. Mac is a worker, says Cody Ledoux. I don't doubt that. Um, and I don't doubt that he's going to have a, I don't doubt that he is going to have a successful NFL career. John Doucette says, that's deep shit, Buck. Good for you for seeing that. Well, listen, I, you, you guys very much get going back to the Jayon Brown, Justin Fields conversation, right? When you're, when you're being fed information and your job at that point as the distributor of information is to vet 
better your sources, your source, your sources motives, right? You can't just run with something sight unseen. And so when I share that kind of information with you guys, uh, I, I hope that I'm being as transparent as humanly possible about the, about, about the process because I am not a classically trained journalist, but I am tasked with journalism, both on the A to Z Sports Primetime Show, on the 615 Sessions podcast, when I write for the A to Z Sports Nashville.com website, and when I'm on the radio from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. I am tasked with being journalistically responsible. And so when I fail in that duty, I'm happy to have those conversations with you guys. And if I can help you understand more about what process that I go through, I think that makes, you know, I just think that helps you guys be informed about how things go down and how my end of the business works. Because, you know, ultimately we're just talking about sports, right? But I, I do get the opportunity to talk to a great many people um, across the world of sports. I've got a lot of friends in a lot of different places, both in professional football and college football, uh, across major sports at this point. And I have a lot of good information. You know, I run with about 10% of it because that's how hard it is to vet these kind of things. But when I have a learning experience, I'm happy to make you guys a part of my learning experience. I'm not ashamed of it as long as I don't make the same mistake, right? I use those as opportunities to learn and at least in my opinion, try to make myself better at my job. So it's it's not deep shit. It's just, you know, we're just having a conversation, right? And I'm going to give you as much of the conversation or as much of, you know, every element of the conversation as I possibly can. Fields completely isolated himself from everyone except his dog this season, says Matt Moist. I don't know anything about that. Um, I find it hard to believe that someone sa that sacrifices that much is not a hard worker. Oh, you're talking about uh, you're talking about that he completely isolated himself from his from his family um, for the purposes of of COVID and getting through the season. Matt, I I, I don't I I don't I had, I don't have the ability to vet that information in real time. Um, but I thought I was reading your comment a different way. So that, forgive me for not you know learning from mistakes. Forgive me for not reading through your entire comment to see what point you were trying to make. Cody Ledoux says Trevor one Mac two Cody. You are dead up wrong on Mac. 3A Fields, 3B Wilson, 5 Lance. Uh, Mac Jones should be nowhere in the uh, in the top of that category. Here's my issue. They want to talk about Fields and talk him down, but no one brings up Mac Jones's two DUIs. Uh, that is hugely problematic, Jeff. This is uh, it's not it's not incorrect by any stretch of the imagination. Part of this becomes more complicated because Fields is an African American quarterback. What Dan Orlovsky was saying on Pat McAfee's show is very much, what's the word? They are comments that whether you agree with the implications or disagree with the implications, they are triggering for people in the African-American community who do not want to see a young black quarterback torn down publicly that way. Completely fair. And what Dan is saying fits every cliche that we've heard about black quarterbacks for as long as black quarterbacks have been in the middle of white quarterback evaluation, right? No matter how often you try to avoid the race thing, the race thing always comes back to these things because it naturally, no pun intended, it colors the way that we talk about stuff based on 
experience, based on human interaction, based on un in you know whether they're inherent biases or uninherent biases, these things exist. And so what Dan is doing, whether Dan knows what he's doing or not, it brings up these conversations that deeply, deeply bother those who have seen this happen before. And so I think it's completely unfair. Uh, I think it's completely unfair for uh, for what's happening to Justin Fields in the public in the public forum, in the court of public opinion, because that's not ultimately where his draft stock lies. It lies with the talent evaluators. But right now, the talent evaluators are doing him dirty by feeding information that seems unfair to people like Dan Orlovsky. Sorry, need Buck the 104.5 end, says Brad Lipford. I don't know what that means, Brad. You, that uh, I need a more complete sentence from you. Uh, and yet the top two quarterbacks in the league are African-American, Mahomes and Watson. Yeah, but that's, be- that's because MB. Like, I understand what you're saying. Like, those two are at the top of the league, and Lamar Jackson should be considered. I mean, he's probably not the third best quarterback. If you, I'm not here to do quarterback rankings tonight. But Lamar, Watson, Mahomes, those guys are there because of their talent. Their talent makes everything else impossible to ignore. Now, the beauty of sports is that, especially team sports, you are all united against a common goal and going through things that make you, you know, not pay attention to the color of the person in the huddle alongside you. You're just trying to score a touchdown, or you're just trying to get a stop on third down. That's the beauty of sports. That's probably in its purest form, right? Uh, so what MB is saying is true. The top two quarterbacks in the league, Russell Wilson, says Tevron, of course, these guys have all succeeded at a high level because their talent makes them impossible to ignore. But with Watson. Watson got dra- Watson and Mahomes both got drafted after Mitch. I almost said a bad word that I try not to say on this show, but Mitch damn Trubisky got drafted before Mahomes and Watson. You know how offensive that is in retrospect? Why? Because people weren't taking Dabo Sweeney at, and I understand all the things that have gone on with Watson. You know, we're talking about this from the football standpoint at this point, but how, how does that happen? How the hell does that happen? How does the talent get so blatantly and obviously ignored that Mahomes and Watson, Lamar in a different draft, gets picked 32 overall and only because the Ravens traded back up? But how the hell does Mitch Trubisky get drafted before those two guys? You associate with the things that you're comfortable with. You associate with the things that people, you know, whether their biases are inherent or uninherent, Shit happens all the time. Trubisky never made sense, says the Mr. Goodbar. His college career never came close to Watson or Mahomes. Well, before I get too sidetracked on things like that, what I will say to you is that Zach Wilson, based off talent, it's hard for me to argue that he's not the second, that he is not the second best quarterback in this draft. What's happening to Justin Fields is criminal. I think that Justin Fields has absolutely exceptional potential. I have not, I, it's hard for me to put a, put a, uh, a button on, on Trey Lance for lack of a better term, just because of how little we've seen Trey Lance actually play one football game in the last 400 plus days. Um, but Zach Wilson, probably the second best quarterback in this draft. Justin Fields though, is being absolutely disrespected. Why is Trevor number one to you though, says John? 
Well, why he's number one to me is because not o- not only is the uh, not only is the athleticism overwhelming, the accuracy is there, the physical traits are there. He's mobile for a dude his size. He is obviously not not even stout. He's just straight up built. You know he's going to be durable. You know you have seen the development. Like he's arguably the best quarterback prospect that we have seen since Andrew Luck, dead up. And so that that one stands alone, right? The other guys are de- more dependent on scheme fit, more dependent on development of raw ability. So it's less clear cut with Wilson, Fields, Trey Lance. Mac Jones, I think, is very, very clear cut, and he's going to need the right offensive system around him. And I'll expo- we'll get to Mac Jones later on in the show. But at this point, it's Trevor Lawrence above everybody else. Probably, tra- uh, probably. oh, I'm blanking on his name. I've just said it like six times. The BYU quarterback, Zach Wilson, sorry. Uh, it's probably, it's, it is, Trevor Lawrence first, probably Zach Wilson second, and Justin Fields right after that. And maybe, maybe Trey Lance ends up being more talented than all of them. We have no idea what these guys, is, what these guys' career is going to pan out to be. But what we do know is that what's happening to Justin Fields right now is absolutely criminal. And at this point, it cannot be abided. And, and, you know, we just have to be more discerning throughout the course of the draft process. Uh, since you since you came into the NFL, Andrew Bucklock says D-Good. Yes, that's right. Uh, Chris Sims put Wilson ahead of Lawrence, and he said it wasn't even close, says MB. Yeah, I did see that from Chris Sims. And Chris Sims, um, you know, Chris Sims always comes up with this quarterback list that seems so outrageous to, to everybody else. Chris Sims played the position. I'm not here to tell you that I know more about quarterback play than Chris Sims. Um, that's just simply not true. Uh, but what I watch from Wilson and Lawrence, that, that that's not as clear to me as it appears to be clear to Chris Sims. But let's move on to Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase, both of whom had their pro days today. The question that I am asking you, Kyle Pitts, the tight end, and Jamar Chase, the wide receiver from Florida, Who is the better NFL draft prospect, Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida, or Jamar Chase from LSU? Let me know on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, on Twitch TV. We will discuss at length together. But in the meantime, you have to tell me who is the better NFL draft prospect. Is it Pitts or is it Jamar Chase? While you guys answer that, I will tell you about our friends at Brimac Mechanical where you can go for satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. They will get you right. They will get you in your comfort zone. You will not sweat. You will not be, uh, you will not be too cold as long as you are trusting Brimac with your commercial, if you own a business or residential HVAC needs, just hit them up at Brimac.com. Who is the better draft prospect Pitts or Jamar Chase? Kyle Pitts, according to Steven, Puka says he's generational. El Boogie agrees. No hype. See, I thought there was going to be an argument here, but everybody is saying Pitts. No pass catcher, says Tevrin on YouTube, are going to be better than Pitts. He has Megatron written all over him. That's a loaded question. Four Falcons, uh, the number four Falcons, even though Chase is better, if you don't pick Pitts, that's trouble, says John. I don't think that Jamar Chase is better than Kyle Pitts. And none of you seem to disagree. I thought this was going to be more of an argument. But I'm telling you right now, 
Jamar, uh, excuse me, Kyle Pitts is the truth. This man is an absolute monster. What are you hearing? There's got to be some buzz around Kyle Pitts right now. What are you hearing about how NFL front offices are viewing him? Tight end, receiver, both? What do you have? Well, Matt, the buzz is justified. I've spoken to numerous NFL execs who said Kyle Pitts might be the very best player in this entire draft, regardless of position. He's a weapon. He can block as a tight end, but they love him out wide as a receiver. I spoke to a longtime NFL offensive coach, said it's the best tape he's ever seen for a tight end. And really, Jalen Ramsey would be the only guy you could line him up against that he couldn't beat. And so teams just wanted to come here and simply see what the buzz is about in person. So Pitts delivered when I was standing next to a few scouts as Pitts ran his 40 time in that 4-4-5 range. There was a visceral reaction like, wow, this guy is nearly 250 pounds, nearly six foot six with a nearly 84 inch wingspan doing all this. And so we all know the quarterbacks are probably going to go one, two, three in this draft. But it's noteworthy that the team's drafting four, five, six. Falcons, Bengals, Dolphins all have their head coaches here in part to watch Pitts. And He's a monster. Kyle Pitts, the, the measurables, the intangibles, all of it is insane for this player who has the catch radius of a garage door, who is nearly 250 pounds, who runs uh, he can he cannot you cannot put a safety on him you cannot put a linebacker on him he is a matchup problem and honestly we'll get to Mac Jones because what Jeremy Fowler said is that the quarterbacks are probably going to go one two three but the Niners have the third overall pick and what they've said about quarterback is they are looking to upgrade the quarterback position so I you know you have to take them at their word until they show you otherwise but think about an offense where you have Kyle Pitts and George Kittle as your two tight end sets. And you're just out here crushing dudes like the 2000, uh, 2011 New England Patriots with Aaron Hernandez and Gronk. That would be an incredibly gifted offense and make Jimmy G, really put Jimmy G to the test in a way that there would be no more excuses. Now, they've said they wanted to get better at the quarterback position, so it is the expectation that San Francisco will take a quarterback. But the best player in this draft Trevor Lawrence is fantastic, but I don't know how you couldn't argue that it's not Kyle Pitts. Uh, Pitts is Derrick Henry of tight end, says Brad Lifford. I mean, I don't know about that, but they're both, you know, they're both nightmares to defend. Titans need to give up both thirds and their first to get Pitts, says Tevin. I mean, they're just, it's going to take much more than that to trade up to where Pitts is going to go. You don't got a shot at him. You don't give up three first rounders for a tight end, says London Titan. No, of course not. But, you know, the Titans could really use one, and there's, there's Pitts. There's Brevin Jordan from Miami. There's a couple other guys. There's one dude from Notre Dame who's just a big stiff, to be honest, and it's it's just a bunch of dudes outside of the top probably three tight ends. Titans need a top tight end at this point or a starting tight end because Anthony Ferkser at this point is not it. They should use uh, him like the Saints use Taysom Hill without throwing, uh, without the throwing, says Dom Hotel. Pinkney is a sleeper on the roster, says Bizarro PK. I mean... He could do better in another spot. I don't want to doubt him because I haven't seen I haven't seen Pinkney play since he was at Vanderbilt. Um, but he didn't do anything with the Falcons last year, so there's no evidence that he is a sleeper uh, at this point. Maybe I will become a Falcon fan, says Puka. It's you know, listen if they if they have Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts in that offense, Matt, you know Matt Ryan might be washed, but that's enough to keep him alive for a couple more years. Uh, wish we could get him. Damn, says Rhett on Facebook to move into the top 10 would be way too expensive. Not willing to lose up to two future firsts. 
unless we're winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, you need a lot more than a tight end to help you win the Super Bowl. Although you do need to draft, as Delaney Walker says, draft an effing tight end. It's Kyle Pitts, and it's not particularly close, uh, even as much as I love Jamar Chase, because he is the top wide receiver. He is somebody that you just line up and say, go win on your route. You don't have to scheme much for him. He'll do it. Kyle Pitts is just an absolute monster. Devonta Smith greater than both. Gold jacket waiting to happen, says Texas Sports 1015. We will see. Um, I, I, there, there's a lot of exciting players in this NFL draft. So I hope that all of these guys succeed at a high level, but at this point, uh, you know, I'm riding with Kyle Pitts, 10 out of 10. Let's move on to Mac attack. Mac Jones has been the converse, the topic of much conversation here lately. We will discuss Mac Jones at great length. The question that I'm going to ask you, we know where you guys would draft Kyle Pitts, but now I'm asking you, where would you draft Mac Jones? Jones, if you were looking for a quarterback, now Titans fans, the majority of you in here are not looking for a quarterback, but if you were, and you knew that one of the top five quarterbacks was in this draft, but you knew that he was decidedly the fifth quarterback, where would you draft Mac Jones in this April's, well, I guess next month it's, it's draft. It's tomorrow is draft month, which is very, very exciting. Where would you draft Mac Jones? That's the question that I'm asking you on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, and on Twitch TV. Where would you draft Mac Jones? Uh, let me tell you about, while you guys answer that question, I will tell you about my friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, where you go for your dream address without the stress, where you go to not sell without the intel that the Ashton team can provide to you. GaryAshton.com and the Gary Ashton team, they'll put you in the best spot to succeed with your real estate investment or for you to sell for more at GaryAshton.com. All right, where would you draft Mac Jones? That's the question. Josh Bowman says third round. I think that's outrageous. You just said pair pits with Kittle. Your trade up to three to do that. No way, says John Doucette. I mean, I would love to watch that offense. Uh, where where you go get Mac Jones, says Doucette. Second round for Stacy. Brad wants to know, Buck, do you think he is a franchise quarterback? Um, What does that even mean, to be honest with you? And I'm going to talk a lot more about that on the radio show. In fact, I'm going to I'm, I'm literally going to live produce the radio show tomorrow. I'm going to make a note so I don't forget to talk about this on the radio. I'm pulling a pen, a red pen out of my desk. I'm writing down and it's like blues clues. I got my handy dandy notebook. I am writing down tomorrow to explain what exactly, or to explain my perspective about what exactly a franchise QB is. Look, I have just written it in big, bold, red ink, so you can hear my conversation on that tomorrow, because it's in red ink, on 104.5 The Zone between 10 and 1. Um, so the answer is, you know, a franchise quarterback means the, the, the meaning has changed quite a bit. You see quarterbacks largely much more replaceable than ever they have been. You see a lot more talented quarterbacks coming in where teams are not as married to these guys for as long as you are accustomed to them. Now, when you find one, you want to hold on to him for dear life because you can get 10 good years out of a good quarterback provided that they stay healthy. But ultimately, I don't really know what a franchise quarterback means anymore because teams aren't treating these guys like they're marrying the entire franchise to them i.e. Goff, Wentz. I mean, we've seen all manner of first-round quarterbacks flame out. Darnold, um, I mean, going back to Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, 
RG3 as far back as that draft? Like, what is a franchise quarterback really? So I'll expand on that tomorrow on the radio show. But in the meantime, Mac Jones is getting a lot of praise in the same way that Justin Fields is not. Mac Jones is. So what people are saying and what the 49ers have said is they want to make the quarterback position better, and they've traded up to three. Is there any way in hell that Mac Jones could be the third player off the board at the end of next month? I don't know. You know, from a bird's eye view, it is funny, like you said, to watch Saban work those relationships. We know that he knows the NFL head coaches really well. You know, I I don't think anybody, maybe even Mac Jones, has an idea of who might end up picking him. But I know we talked about this last week. I said this throughout the entire pre-draft process, not only based on what we've seen from Pro Day, but based on what we've seen from Mac Jones ever since the end of the 2020 season. I wouldn't be surprised if any of the 32 teams fell in love with Mac Jones and what he brings to the table based on what Des and Matt just said. I mean, he's a quarterback that has proven himself at Alabama from a numbers standpoint. And then even yesterday throughout pro day was having a great time with his guys. You see him fist bumping scouts and he's a ready-made leader. I'm looking forward to see who ends up picking him up. All right. So I'm getting ready-made leader from Mac Jones. I'm getting First or last guy in, first guy out from Justin Fields. So you can code that however you want to, or decode that however you want to decode that. I uh, I think that's laughable, honestly. Given, you know, not not that uh, I I doubt anything that Alyssa Lang says. She's very very knowledgeable. But again, I mean, there's just so much there's just so much there between what's being said about Fields and what's being said about Mac Jones that bothers me. But anyway, where would you draft Mac Jones? But Alyssa Lang is saying that any of the 32 teams would be glad to have him. And maybe the 49ers feel the same way. But the earliest that I would pick Mac Jones is 21. If I was the Indianapolis Colts, I would take a quarterback. I understand that the Colts have some needs. Left tackle is a need. They need edge rush help as well. But the Colts have a quarterback who may very well be broken. Mac Jones is a player who with offensive line help, because we didn't see, you know, here's the thing with Mac Jones for me. Um, What Mac Jones is for me is, you know, he's accurate in the pocket. He's got great talent around him, but very rarely did we see Mac Jones when the play breaks down. Not all of these guys have elite level talent at every position in front of them on the offensive line. Not every one of these guys has, what, two wide receivers who are going to be taken in the first round ahead of them and a stud running back, probably three stud running backs that run that many deep. Mac Jones is an interesting proposition, but the highest that I would take him is at 21 where the Colts are picking, and I would not take him any higher than that. Mac Jones is interesting. Mac Jones is probably going to have a successful NFL career, assuming he goes to the right place. Because that's very much what these, you know, the success or failures of these guys. There's been so many more quarterbacks ruined than there are quarterbacks developed. I've told you that 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 several, several times. That's a maxim that I live by. But Mac Jones, the talent is not there, as opposed to the other four, that I would take him any higher than 21st overall here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Uh, Brad says, you're welcome, Buck. Just let me know if I need to help you out with more content. Yeah, I appreciate that, Brad. That's going to be a good conversation tomorrow on the radio show, which, if you're not listening to, it's on ten, It's on from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. And if you can't listen to it live, go check out the podcast. Buck, 
rising on 104.5 The Zone. I had to think about what the radio show was called. Anyway, what makes Zach Wilson good, please tell me. Because he throws a pretty spiral on his pro day. Because uh, none of you watched Zach Wilson play a single game. Oh, I don't think Tevrin is arguing with me. Tevrin is fighting with people in the YouTube comments. Um, because I have watched Zach Wilson. And I do think Zach Wilson is good. But you... Uh, uh, you know, Tevrin, you're not going to come in here and argue tape analysis with me because, or at least I hope you won't, because I'm, uh, I promise you that I'm buttoned up on that stuff. Now, will I get stuff wrong in the draft? Of course I will. Ever the draft is the draft is such a shit show. It's a crapshoot. Um, but you know, uh, let's let's not get into a pissing match about who watches more film. I'm literally paid to watch film. I'm paid very well to watch film, but I'm paid to watch film. Uh, <laughs> what's the last Alabama quarterback? That had a good NFL career, says Dean Ward. Um, yeah, Dom Odell says McCarron. McCarron's lasted a long time, so it depends on what you define as good, like good starting quarterback in the league for 10 years. McCarron's, McCarron's been around for the better part of a decade. Um, so I would have, I mean, I would have to say AJ McCarron at this point. Uh oh, I mean, well, we don't know about Tua. We don't know about Tua at this point. Um, so we will see what happens with Tua. We will see about what happens with Jalen Hurts. Their careers are still very young yet. Um, but right now, I guess you'd have to say AJ McCarron and that awful, awful chest hat that he has. Uh, yikes, Jalen Hurts, says Scotty. How many quarterbacks go in the top 20? Probably uh, probably all five of them. Uh, hell, I mean, Mac Joe, I say that I wouldn't take him before 21, but I bet he goes top 10. Uh, you have to be a Gator fan, Kyle Trask. Won't even go in the first couple rounds, says DK Titan. Oh, again, you guys are arguing amongst yourselves, and I am not able to discern who is talking to me and who is talking to other people. Jones played with studs at Alabama. He should hold a clipboard for two years, and then we will see. Well, I, I don't necessarily, uh, I don't necessarily buy off on that, Paul. Like, I, you know, I don't think that they gain much by sitting. In fact. In this NFL, I would rather them play as soon as humanly possible because you're playing with a quarterback on the cheap at that point. You're not just going to burn two years of the quarterback because he needs to learn more. No, you need to get his ass out there and you need to find a way to build an offense around him because that's the you're playing a financial game at that point as much as you're playing a development game, which is how a lot of these guys get ruined. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. DeZito says, Buck Nation checking in. DeZito, my man, I don't see you enough. I love it when you show up. But my, my, but my guy, Chief, buddy, the show is over, and you've only just gotten here, but that's okay. We appreciate your guys' participation as always. Thank you for hanging out. We will be back tomorrow for our final primetime show of the week. We will talk much Titans tomorrow. Then a lot of fun on the radio show tomorrow as well. We have Casey Alexander, Belmont men's basketball coach. He's our tournament analyst. We'll talk all things Final Four. We got John Lore because it's opening day in baseball. And John Lohr is a big executive with MLB to Nashville. So we'll get an update on that. We will also talk to Mark Schofield because Ryan Tannehill has been slandered. Much like uh, Justin Fields has been slandered, Ryan Tannehill has been slandered. And my guy, Mark Schofield, is going to break things down at great length on the quarterback side of things. He will, uh, he will do an exceptional job, and you will enjoy that very much. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your evening. I will see you guys tomorrow night for one last primetime show. I'll write a bunch more articles. I'll do a bunch more talking on the radio. And as always, I'll continue to do it with great effort, with great energy, because I'm not tired yet. Let's go. I'm